When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good evening, my friends, and welcome to another episode of Terror Radio Podcast, where we are dedicated and bring you the best of horror and thriller old-time radio broadcasts, as well as original stories. This is your host, Keith, aka the Radio Show Nerd, hoping everyone had a stressed-free week. The weekend is here, so let's enjoy ourselves. The episode today is entitled, Looks Can Be Deceiving in More Ways Than One. And the two stories featured tonight deal with certain assumptions that are, mm, how should I say, put to rest by the end of the uh, broadcast so without further ado this is Terror Radio now the two radio series featured tonight are the popular suspense and the Canadian radio series that came out in the early 80s called Nightfall the radio story from suspense is called You Were Wonderful and it stars the beautiful talented legendary Lena Horne now this was a big deal being that there weren't too many opportunities for black performers to be a main character in a popular radio show as suspense usually if you did hear black performers on the radio they were doing a musical number or many times it was white performers using black dialect i.e. Amos and Andy and Beulah or they were in secondary roles such as uh, Rochester in the Jack Benny show or Birdie from the Great Gildersleeve this story first broadcasted on November 9th in 1944. So, you know the drill. Sit back, turn down the lights, and listen to You Were Wonderful. Now, Roma Wines present... Tonight, You Were Wonderful, starring Lena Horne. Suspense is presented for your enjoyment by Roma Wines. That's R-O-M-A, Roma Wines. Those excellent California wines that can add so much pleasantness to the way you live. 
to your happiness in entertaining guests, to your enjoyment of everyday meals. Yes, right now a glass full would be very pleasant as Roma Wines bring you Suspense. This is the Man in Black, here for the Roma Wine Company of Fresno, California. Tonight, Roma Wines bring you a star, the remarkable American singing actress, Miss Lena Horne, who has recently returned to Hollywood following a triumphal Eastern tour to resume her picture career at the studios of Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer, in whose Technicolor production, Zigfeld Follies, she will soon be seen. Tonight, she appears as a noted entertainer called Lorna Dean, who found herself embroiled with dangerous intrigue and murder in a South American capital. And so with You Were Wonderful, and with the performance of Lena Horn, we again hope to keep you in suspense. How's business? Oh, fine. Great. Every time I get a bad break nowadays, Johnny, I get two good ones right after. <laughs> Say, when did you ever get a bad break? Well, you know Jackie, my little singer. Yeah, sure I know. Yeah, of course you do. Well, Jackie is quitting. Oh, that's too bad. And who do you suppose I'm getting? Just by the merest accident, who do you suppose I'm getting to take our place? Huh? All right. I'll bite. Lorna Dean. Lorna Dean? Oh, you're kidding. No. What do you think of that, huh? Very good, huh? Well, if you'll excuse the aspersions, Ronaldo, I think, what does a dame with an international reputation like Lorna Dean want to be singing in a third-rate cabaret like this for? Oh, no, no. Second-rate, maybe, but third-rate, no, no. All right, all right, second-rate. But you can't pay her a tenth of what she's used to getting. And what she's, what is she doing down here in Buenos Aires anyway? Oh, now, what you want to ask a lot of questions for? She's going to sing. That's, that's good enough for me. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it is. She's terrific, all right. Tell me, when does she start? Uh, two weeks from tonight. Why, uh, why did Jackie quit? She's kind of sudden, isn't it? Oh, I don't know. She's, uh, nervous lately. She, she wants to go back to the States, I guess. Oh. Hey, uh, Johnny. Yeah? Uh, when are you going back? To the States? Uh-huh. Oh, six months, a year, two years, whenever this war is over. Don't you think you better, uh... Better go home maybe a little sooner, huh? Look, I don't want any lectures on my patriotism, if that's what you mean. Well, who's giving lectures? Down here we are, uh, <clears throat> well, we are neutral. Yeah? Well, all right, that's what I am. The U.S. is okay, it's fine. It just happens that it never did so much for me that I feel like getting knocked off for it, that's all. Sure, sure, I don't want you to get knocked off. That's what I'm talking about. What are you talking about? Your health, Johnny. Do I take that two ways or only one? One. Listen, Johnny, listen. I see these things before. Sometimes fellows stay around these places so long they forget all about home. And then one day, finish. I pay my bills, don't I, eventually? Oh, Johnny, don't talk that way. It's only because I like you, you know. That. All right, all right. Cut it, cut it. Okay, okay. Ah, here comes Jackie now. <laughs> Alma, 
del África lejana y mi pecho mi Couldn't you even wait until they looked the poor kid over before coming Did here? Did I ask you anything? Look, Mr. Ronaldo, I'm sorry for the girl, but I'm a singer, not a sob sister. I was going to start in two weeks anyway. I might as well start now. Well, all right then, until Jackie can come back to finish out. Oh, uh, yeah? It'll be about the longest run on record then. Uh, what do you mean? This young lady is right, Senor Ronaldo. This girl is dead. Dead? Do you still want the job, Miss Dean? Yeah. I still want the job. Tonight, for suspense, Roma Wines are bringing you a star, Miss Lena Horne, whom you've heard in the prologue to You Were Wonderful by Robert L. Richards. Tonight's tale of suspense. Roma wines made in California are of such uniformly superb quality that they are imported to many foreign countries as the choice of true connoisseurs of fine wines. Millions of Americans also enjoy the excellence of Roma wines daily with meals and when entertaining. In fact, more Americans enjoy Roma than any other wines. They know that Roma wines are truly inexpensive for wines of such distinguished character. They know Roma wines are of unvarying superb taste and quality, the result of age-old winemaking skill combined with modern knowledge. All this for only pennies a glass. So for maximum mealtime enjoyment or when entertaining, serve Roma wines. A cool glass of appetizing Roma California sherry before dinner, a cool bottle of rich Roma California Burgundy on the table with the meal. You'll appreciate the enthusiastic comments of the family and guests. You'll be pleasantly surprised at how much added zest Roma wine brings to your table. Tomorrow, ask your dealer for R-O-M-A, Roma Wines. If he is temporarily out of Roma, please try again soon. Remember, more Americans enjoy Roma than any other wine. And now we return to the scene of our drama. Rinaldo's on the waterfront of Buenos Aires, where a famous American entertainer, Lorna Dean, takes the spotlight from a dead girl to begin the strangest singing engagement of her career. A situation well calculated to keep you in suspense.
How was it, Johnny? You ask me that question every night. Don't I always give you the same answer? Ah, uh, maybe I just like to hear it. All right, all right. You were wonderful, okay? Okay. We artists, you know, got to hear that thunderous ovation. Hello there, Johnny. Oh, friends of yours? Well, uh, business acquaintances, uh, you know them? Well, that tall one's been giving me the glassy eye all through that monocle the last three nights. They're coming over. Maybe you want to talk to them. Well, Johnny... Oh, please don't go, Miss Dean. Oh, that's all right. I've got to argue with Ronaldo about a baby pink spot. You know, we artists. See you later, Johnny. Okay. Sit down, Mr. Harmon. Hi, Stingle. Good evening. Terribly attractive girl, what? I say this together, too. Oh, oh, by the way, before I forget, Johnny, here's your remittance for the week. Oh, okay, thanks. And in that connection, old boy, I'm afraid I must tell you that uh, we're not too satisfied with your work. Well, maybe I'm not too satisfied with the job. Oh, if you're not, it doesn't require such enormous intellectual powers that we couldn't find someone else to do it, you know. Oh, I'll keep your pants on. I didn't say I was quitting today. And look here, old boy. All we ask you to do is report their names when they enter the harbor and their saving time when they leave. Now, that's easy enough, isn't it? Yeah, sure, sure. Only to find out those things, the guy has to ask questions. And when you ask questions, people ask questions back. Don't forget that. Oh, you have been reading too many spy stories, Johnny. After all, if there's a war, some of us are still in business. And when you're in business, sometimes it helps to know when your competitors are shipping their goods. Yeah, okay, okay. A guy likes to know what he's working for, that's all. Uh, about uh, Miss Lorna Dean... I didn't know you were a particular friend of hers, Johnny. Oh, not particular, just friends. She took Jackie's place, huh? Hmm. Yeah. And there's uh, a couple of questions that nobody has ever answered about that, either. I suppose there are. Too bad. Yeah. You know, I'd rather like to have a talk with Miss Dean. What about? Oh, uh, singing. I didn't know you were such a particular lover of music. Oh, rather. Quite go for American folk songs. Primitive, you know. Stir the blood. What? Yeah. Well, here she comes back, and if you want my advice... I didn't ask for your advice, old boy. Now, you just run along for ten minutes. What for? I want to have a little private talk with Miss Dean. And you don't know enough about music. Okay. Hey, Johnny, get for Ronaldo's... Hey, Johnny! I'll be back when I'm wanted. Oh, please, Miss Dean, do sit down. Well, what was all that about? Let him go. All the better for me, you know. Now I can talk to you. Then, perhaps you better not. Oh, nonsense. It's quite all right. Well, Miss Dean, it's nice to see you again. I'm still wondering why America's favorite thrush is singing here. Oh, I sort of like the place. I wanted to help Ronaldo out of the jam. Jolly good. I must confess I have a weakness for the place myself. Oh, have you? And how do you think uh, Buenos Aires stacks up with uh, Rio and all the other gay capitals of South America, eh? I like it. My tour didn't take me here, but I just couldn't leave without seeing it. Yeah. You know, I've always been a great admirer of yours, Miss Dean. I've heard you sing, oh, I don't know how many times. Oh? Have you been in the States often? Oh, no, no, no. England. Short wave, you know. Your voice carries very well over the wireless. Oh, uh, you're English? Uh, Austria. I lived in England most of my life, though. They're down here on business. War, you know. Oh, terrible thing, this war. Yes. That place has been awfully disillusioning to a lot of people. Take uh, your uh, people in America, for instance. Uh, uh, not much for them to fight for, is there? Well, a lot of them are fighting just the same. Mm, I dare say. Anything better than what they have at home, eh? Strange war, though. Uh, the, the Japanese, now. 
I understand that they have certain very progressive policies towards the uh, uh, colored races. Except toward the Chinese, I suppose. Yes, well, the Chinese backward people, you know, always have been communists and so on. Confusing, just the same, isn't it? All this uh, race business. I suppose it is to some people. Now, the Nazis, cute <laughs> devils, always talk about a master race. <laughs> there don't been a word of it, you know. But can't we talk about something else? Oh, yes, yes, of course, my dear. Now, now, let's talk about your music. You know, I'm really quite a fan for American music. They're unbalanced on the subject, actually, I suppose. Oh, really? Yes. There's so much so that I think I might have a little financial proposition that could uh, interest hey, you. Hey, you. Uh, are you speaking to me? Yes, go on, get out of here. You know what you're saying. The possible reason could I be... I don't know anything. I don't have any reason. I just can't afford to get into trouble myself. Maybe I just don't like your face. Now, go on, go on, get out. Get now, out. see here, now, And don't come back. Oh, very well. Come along, Stengel. Good night, Miss Good night. Ronaldo, you're making rather a bad mistake, my man. Ah, that's what you think. That's what I know. Good night. Well, giving my pals the bum's rush, eh, Ronaldo? <laughs> Johnny, why do you want to hang around with guys like that? I don't hang around with them. I just do business with them. Sure, fine business. What do you know about it? I don't know anything yet, for sure. I, I just smell a couple of rats. Now, you go and go home, too, Johnny. We're closing up. What? Okay, we're all done. Hey, Johnny, you got some sort of worry, didn't you? Well, maybe I had orders to leave in a hurry. I kind of thought that might be it. Oh, I guess it didn't matter much. You seem to know uh, the boys pretty well. Oh, I meet a lot of people in this business. Oh, sure, sure. what they want? How did you know they wanted something? Because they generally do. What was it? Oh, they just wanted to make me a sort of proposition. What kind of a proposition? Well, I don't know. But, but uh, what? I think it had something to do with singing. Uh-huh. You gonna take it? If there's money in it. Don't you care if money you earn has blood on it? No. Do you? Cause he's done something to me And my heart won't keep still Give me You know, oh, this is the first time I've given an audition since I got my start in show business. Oh, I do hope you didn't mind, but I just couldn't resist asking you to sing it through. Now that we've concluded our little uh, uh, business arrangement. And that's all there is to it, huh? I just sing it. That's all there is to it. Well, you're paying for it. I, I just wish it was a song I did better. Oh, cut out the false modesty. I'll bet you were wonderful. Oh, hello, Jordan. Hi, Stingle. You're up early, aren't you, old boy? Till daylight. <laughs> I haven't been to bed. I was sitting up with a sick friend. Oh, no, 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 no. No, not that, old chap. Not Only this time it's not. I was with uh, Ronaldo, I suppose you heard. Oh, yeah. Too bad. What's the matter with Ronaldo? Oh, nothing now. He's dead. Dead? Yeah. Sudden, wasn't it? Anyone know yet what, uh, happened? Death by natural causes, Stingle. And his wife, you know, is uh, scared of the police. And superstitious besides, didn't want an autopsy. And, well, anyway, that's how it stands. Yes, of course, Paul. 
Said I was in a position to do a little something for her. Oh, were you? Yes, I rang up her lawyer as soon as I heard. Seems she doesn't feel like trying to run the club all alone, so I brought it. Well, that was nice. Yes, so you see, you're working for me now, Miss Dean. It won't make any difference, of course. I see. Well, I must be running along now. Uh, yes. Goodbye. Yes. Goodbye. Mm-hmm. So you're working for him now? Uh, we're working for him, huh, Johnny? Is uh, that how come the command performance you were giving when I came in? No. I didn't know anything about anything then. He just said he wanted me to sing that as a request number once in a while. That's all. How bad does he want you to sing it? Bad enough. And you don't sing it until he tells you to. Is that the deal? How do you know so much about it? Because I'm not dumb. Well, he's going to do it? Why not? He'll pay my expenses. A lot more expenses than poor old Ronaldo could pay, huh? Well, turning it down won't bring him back to life now, will it? You're really a cold-hearted little dame, aren't you? Listen, Johnny. I'm an entertainer because I like it. And because it's the only way I can make enough money to live halfway like a human being. With money, I can do what I want to. More or less. I can live where I want to, go where I want to, be like other people. More or less. Do you know what even that much freedom means to somebody like me, Johnny? All right. But you don't need money so bad you have to make it this way. What way? You know what I mean. Do I? All I know is they want me to sing a song. Yeah, but why? I don't ask questions like that. But if you know so much about it, why don't you tell me? Maybe, maybe I can't. Because you're afraid of sticking your neck out, huh? But you ask me to trust you. Oh, Lorna, don't you see? All I see is you want me out of the picture. Oh, I'm not leaving. You're working for them? So am I. You've got your reason? So have I. You won't talk? Neither will I. Let's leave it like that, huh? Okay. But from now on, you're on your own. Ah, that's funny. I've always been on my own. And it isn't just the money. Maybe it's something you wouldn't understand. But I know what I'm after. And I'm going to get it. You said it there, sister. You're going to get it. Oh, I thought maybe you had your orders. What orders? Oh, to sing that song tonight. Yes. How did you know? Oh, a little birdie told me. Look, look, I got your present. What is it? A little portable radio. It's a good one, too. Made mistakes. You know I don't speak enough Spanish, so that thing will do me any good down uh-huh, here. Ah, but don't forget the short wave. Short waves. Why, what? Okay, Johnny, what's the gag? Oh, just something I want you to hear. You probably won't be able to understand it, but fortunately in me, you have an accomplished linguist. Anyway, I can tell you not. Well, quite a little gadget to wireless, huh? That wasn't Spanish. Right. And I'll give you three nice big guesses what it was. Johnny, wouldn't it be easier if you just up and told me what you came here to tell me? Don't play innocent with me. Don't try to tell me you don't know what this is all about. Maybe I just want to know how much you know. I know. You said I was afraid to stick my neck out. Well, all right, listen to this. That guy you just heard talking is the captain of a German submarine about 15 miles outside the harbor. How do you know? Because I saw it. And there's a convoy that leaves this harbor regularly to take stuff from South America to our guys in England. And they're leaving tonight. 
And all that sub-captain out there is waiting for to plow into that convoy and sink every ship in it is the tip-off. And the tip-off is you. Me? Oh, stop it, will you? What do you think Harmon wanted you to sing a particular song at a particular time for? And a song that's at least two years out of date at that if it wasn't to tip off somebody. You know your stuff is broadcast. Come on, use your head. Listen, Johnny, if you know all this, why didn't you tell me sooner? That's my business. Maybe I wasn't sure until now. Business. Yeah, business is just about the right word for it, isn't it? Okay. I didn't expect any thanks for it. But they're just using you for a fall guy, that's all. Oh, listen, Lorna, listen. You've got your life ahead of you. A great career back home. Popularity. Everything in the world to lose. And the stuff in those ships is going to save the lives of America. <laughs> Coming from you, Johnny, that's real cute. All right. All right, so I don't have a country anymore, but you do. Johnny, listen. You remind me of a preacher I used to know back home. He figured he was such a good preacher because he knew so much about sin. He said he'd sin more than anybody else in the whole congregation. Go ahead. Laugh. Laugh, but I'm telling you for your own good. Get out of town. I can't, Johnny. I've got the date to think tonight, remember? Who is it? Miss Holland. But about ready for you, Miss Dean. Oh, time for me to go on, huh? Okay, I'll be right there. Right you are. Okay. That's it. I hope you know what kind of a spot you're in, because if you sing that song, as far as the public and the states is concerned, you'll be washed up for good. Who's going to say anything, Johnny? Oh. It's a sure thing you won't. Well, it'll get back somehow. And you know what happens if you don't sing it. What? Remember what happened to Jackie? What did happen, Johnny? She tried a double cross. And the same night she was dead. Now laugh that off. I haven't forgotten. By the way, Johnny, suppose I tell you that I knew all about that submarine out there. What? Now you laugh that off. You better get out there and listen with your friends. Your table's ready. Hello there, Johnny. Over here. There you are, old boy. Here. Here, the best table in the house. Well, you're feeling great, aren't you? Business must be pretty good. Good, old boy. And I did perfect. Thank you. Thank you very much. Tonight, I want to sing a song. I want to sing something that's been made a special request. It's a song that's very popular in my own country, and I'm sure it is with many of you down here. My Yes, sure. Anything you say. 
Oh, Miss Dean. Uh, Miss Dean. Yes? Uh, may I have a word with you? Uh, I suppose so. Perhaps we better step out into the hall. All right. Well? That was very naughty of you, Miss Dean. Was it? Yes. That wasn't the song I asked you to sing tonight. That's right. And by the way, don't waste any time looking for that submarine of yours out there. Submarine? Unless you look awful deep. Because when I found out what you boys were doing, I arranged a little tip-off of my own. And what you heard me sing tonight was it. I see. All right, Sendo. You'd better get it over, will you? No, no, no! Come on, come on, let's get out of here. What? They won't make anybody any more proposition. Where are we going? The American Well, are you with the government? It had to be an undercover job. The authorities down here couldn't very well get mixed up. After all, it's a neutral country. But, but how did you know I, I wouldn't... I cut the wires. It wouldn't have gone out over the air, even if you had. What was your angle? I knew Jackie. She told me she was in trouble with him. She never had tell me, time to tell me what it was about. I came down to talk to her about it that night. She was... Oh, and this morning, Ronaldo's wife told me that he found out about the submarine out there. That's why they had to kill him. You were taking an awful chance playing a lone hand like that. Why did you do it? Oh, just to get in my licks at the master race. <laughs> Johnny? Yeah? How was I? You? You were wonderful. And so closes You Were Wonderful, starring Lena Horne. Tonight's study in... Suspense. Suspense is produced and directed by William Spear. Have you discovered, as so many thousands of Americans have, how much Roma wines add to the enjoyment of your meals? How their superb taste makes special occasion feasts out of everyday meals? Find out for yourself what a marvel worker Roma wine can be in giving any meal a new compliment-rousing zest. Start off the meal with an appetizer. Roma California Sherry. Then place on the table a cool bottle of Roma California Burgundy. You'll be amazed at the tremendous difference Roma wine makes in the enjoyment of your foods. Don't overlook this easy way to add extra enjoyment to everyday living at a cost of only pennies a glass. Take a tip from the millions who enjoy Roma wines at meals when entertaining. Ask for R-O-M-A, Roma Wines. Remember, more Americans enjoy Roma than any other wine. Next Thursday, same time, Mr. Robert Cummings will be your star of Suspense. So the other day, I received a message on my Instagram page uh, inquiring. I shouldn't say inquiring. The gentleman said he was surprised that there had never been a biopic made about Lena Horne. Well, my friend, if you're listening, there was a biopic in the works back in 2004, and it was supposed to premiere during the 2004-2005 season on ABC. Now, when I tell you the performer who was the executive producer of the project, as well as the person who was going to portray Miss Horn, you may be surprised. Okay? Are you sitting down? Are you ready? Janet Jackson. Yeah, I was surprised myself. Like I said, the project began pre-production during the latter part of 2003. 
and it was supposed to premiere during the middle of 2004 or the beginning of 2005. Everything was working fine. Miss Jackson had just prepared to do a full-out photo shoot for either Vogue or Elle magazine as Miss Horn. But a little incident happened at the Super Bowl. You may remember. <laughs> and, well, let's just say Miss Horn disinvited Janet Jackson to portray her. Basically, she refused to sign up on the contract. So, Janet Jackson decided to leave the project. But once she left, the producer, as well as the director, walked away with her. So, it never came to fruition. Now, I can't lie and say I was disappointed because, supposedly, Miss Jackson was going to sing all of Mrs. Horn's songs. And let's just be real. I've been a Janet Jackson fan since I was a child, but she doesn't have the world's best vocal prowess. So I really couldn't picture her singing uh, Stormy Weather. But that's some information that you probably didn't know. Now, our next series is Nightfall. And the story presented tonight is entitled Eye of the Beholder. And it first broadcasted on November 27th in 1981. So, you know what to do. Sit back, turn down the lights, and listen to Eye of the Beholder. in this matter. You'll have to have surgery. All right, all right. And you tell me why I got to see him so good for a while. I didn't even need my glasses to read the paper. Well, it's called second sight for a while your vision improves. And that's a sure sign you got cataracts. I'm telling you, you need the operation. That or your vision goes entirely. Well, maybe you just need stronger glasses. Jack, I'm not making this up. You've known me all these years. I'm not going to start lying to you now. Well, I don't think you ever stopped lying to me. Certainly doesn't do any good to tell you the truth. You don't listen anyway. Just because you've been my doctor all these years doesn't mean you're always right about everything. Just because you delivered my two kids. Two kids? Three kids, Jack. I hope you're not getting senile. I just don't want no doctor sitting uh, in with my eyes. Do you want to be blind? 
I don't. Do you? All right. All right, so when do I have to have it? Sooner the better. Oh, I don't stay too bad now. I can still make out your face. Don't you think you ought to ask one of the girls to come back home just till you get back on the track? Uh, the girls have their own lives now. Besides, I know the farm like the back of my hand. I can get around blind and not know the difference. Hey, what are you doing? I'm setting you up an appointment with Dr. Fuller. He's the best eye surgeon available. Now, just a minute. Put the phone down. Jack, you agree. Oh, I you. agree, I agree. But I can wait, can't I? I don't need it immediately, do I? Can I wait? How long? Well, a month. I can wait a month. All right. Just going to get harder on you getting around. Well, I'll just wear my glasses till then. I'm fine. Well, you let me look after everything. And in the meantime, use these drops in your eyes. They've gotten a bit dry. This will make them feel better. No, oh, better it'll hurt. It's a mild solution. It won't hurt at all. Put the drops in three or four times a day. I believe you. That was nice of Miss Baker to drive you into town. Oh, real nice. That woman got nothing to do except bother folks with her kindness. Always coming around trying to see if I'm okay. You know, Jack, for someone as rude and ill-mannered as you, I'm always shocked that folks do as much as they do for you. <laughs> oh, that's because I'm old, that's why. No. I think I'm deserving of pity. <laughs> I fool them, though. I haven't changed at all. I still don't appreciate anything. <laughs> Unless they thank them, the more they believe I'm worthy of their precious time and attention. I go now? I'm not stopping you. This way out. Miss Baker. Oh, yes, Dr. Graham. Patience all yours. Oh, fine, Dr. Graham. Is Jack going to be all right? Well, why don't you ask me that, Miss Baker? I'm just blind. I'm not deaf. Yes. Oh, Mr. Allman. Jack's going to be fine. He followed my instructions. It was good of you to drive him into town. Oh, I had to come into town anyway, pick up some groceries. But I just thought... I'm not dragged poor old blind Jack Allman in to see the class. I thought nothing of the kind. Don't let him shock you. Never give folks what they want. Uh, take a doctor to say that. Good day. Goodbye, Dr. Graham. Have a nice drive home, the two of you. Roll up the window, please, Mr. Allman. What? I said roll up the window, please. Oh. Wrong with my car, and what's that in your hand? 
This? Oh, I'm sorry. I was taking off the hubcap. Can't you see? It's just a robot. What the hell do you want? Well, just, uh, could I use your phone? My card. There's something wrong with my card. Oh, you said. Hush up, cover. Look, I'm sorry I started with you, but I don't know what's wrong with my car, and it's miles to any station. Please, just let me use your phone. See, I just need to... Oh, hello there, fella. Ah, that's a good dog. That's a good snoopy snoopy. Is that his name? Mm. See, if your own dog likes me, I couldn't be that much of a stranger. Well, I guess you're right. Snooper doesn't like just anybody. In particular, you know. You saved my life, Snooper. Now, you go sit the corner, Snooper. Let the man... Ah, uh, Dan. My name's Dan. Well, let the man make his call. You don't have a very large phone book in these parts, do you? <laughs> I should have had this car checked long before now, but well, nothing was wrong. No one seems to be answering. It's after nine thirty, probably closed. Yeah, it's my luck. Well, could I stay here tonight then? Fine. First you want to use my phone, then you want to move in. Look, I don't mind paying. I just, I just hate sleeping in the car. But it's dark. I'm miles from anywhere. Honestly, I don't mind paying hotel fees. This ain't a hotel. Uh, is something wrong? What do you mean? Well, you don't seem to... Is, is something in your eye? Oh, they're just uh, having trouble with them lately. <laughs> All right, Snoover. I can see what you want. Oh, young man, I got a, I got an extra room with beds in them. You can stay tonight. Nobody here anyway, just me and this crazy dog. Uh, thanks, Amelia. Hey, man's best friend. From Toronto? Yeah. I just had to get away for a few days. I promised myself this present for the longest time, and I decided it's, it's now or never. Present? In Christmas, is it? Oh, I just meant um, I'm turning 30 this week. My birthday's coming up, and this trip is the gift I promised to give myself. Well, you seem a bit old for that kind of nonsense, don't you? Well, I don't think it's nonsense. After all, it's the anniversary of our first taste of life. Life? Well, it's nice to see such optimism in the young. Follow me. What kind of work do you do? Well, don't answer that. I don't really care. The problem with getting old, you start making conversations. Oh, yes. And here's the guest room. The children used to live here. This is perfect. Here's some seats for the bed. Oh, thanks. Where does he sleep? Horse. He stands guard. We're safe, then. It's the city. Nothing happens out here. Mr. Alvin? Yes, my car started. I didn't even have to phone the station. Who's all it? I don't know. Couldn't move it last night. Now it's fine. So, guess I'll, uh, guess I'll be leaving then. Oh, you want coffee? Oh, uh, fine, sure. Well, don't just stand there gawking. Sit down. Find some bacon, too. Yeah. Hey, you cut this bread. Butter's out. Well, this is awfully nice of you. Well, I can't send a man out without breakfast. He's like killing them in this neck of the woods. Oh! Oh! Mr. Roman! Oh, it's okay. Here, let me see. I said it's okay. Just fill this damn grease. Oh, well, here. Put your hand under the cold water. I'm all right. Don't you get muddled. I think you're right. But I've got some cream for burns. It's got vitamin E in it. You don't want vitamin E. Oh, sure you do. It prevents scars. Here, it's in my shaving kit. I'll go get it. I'm not helpless, young man. Whatever you say. Um, where would you get my eyes up from the bathroom while you're at it? I got to put them in this morning. Where? Uh, they're in the medicine cabinet. You find it? 
The wind here is getting cold. But he stood there all night long shivering. I could see from the window all night. And you ran away after that? No, no, not then. Not till later. He obeyed me after that. It, it just wasn't the same between us. He was like a hired hand after that, not like my own son. Then in about a year's time, he ran out. He just vanished. He was in there. I looked for him, contacted the sheriff. Well, I, I was afraid to find him. I was afraid I'd kill him. I just don't understand what makes folks that way sometimes. It's crazy. Well, it, uh, it doesn't do any good to blame yourself now. Do you want me to put your drops in now? Huh? Oh, yeah, yeah, I guess I better. Yeah, just hold your head back. It's easier if you let me do it. Yeah, lean back in your chair. Okay. Oh! What's oh. wrong? Oh, God, these drops stink. Well, didn't they do that before? I'm sure I've got the right prescription. Oh, it's all right. Don't recall him stinging that bad. Well, you thought Graham right about him. Just lean your head back. Oh. Close your eyes for a minute. And, and let me hold your head. And don't worry about your son. I'm, I'm sure he realizes that you did the best you could. And maybe you were too hard on him. But it, it seems to me that they don't discipline kids enough. I just want you to know that I don't judge you. And even if you think what you did was wrong... Well, besides, you'll probably hear from Michael again. Well, why do you say that? Well, he's your son, isn't he? Family ties don't break that easily. He'll get in touch one day. You mark my word. Somewhere. 
something about... Well, I'll take that as a compliment. Drive carefully, Miss Baker. And Mr. Allman's going to need your help quite a bit after I'm gone. I know he can count on you to come by and maybe tidy up a little. Oh, I certainly will. He... Uh... He doesn't like to take help, but, uh, well, with his eyes and all, you know... We can depend on you, then. Oh, oh, all right, yes. Uh, goodbye. Goodbye. What's all that about? Well, she just wanted to remind me to get you to Doc Graham's tomorrow. You know, your eyes do look red. Have you used the medicine today? I did, but it hurts more to help. Well, we'll drive you down first thing in the morning. But right now, I want to chop some more wood. Oh, you don't need to do any... No, 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 look, I like the work. Yeah, I've gotten lazy. Oh, tell me, what's that shed for? The old smokehouse. Well, you used to cure meats in it. I hung half a pig in there on hooks. Don't do that anymore, though. <coughs> no, but you, uh, you go give Dan some company while he works. Now blink. 
That's it. Let the drops wash them. Why did you do that? What's got into you? My eyes, they're burning. I don't want you to disobey me anymore. Disobey? What are you talking about? I mean, isn't that what he did? Who? Didn't he always disobey you? And you knew he was weak. You knew what to do, though. You weren't fooled into being easy on him, were you? And now you're just like Michael. Just like a kid. Helpless. Well, looks like it's time to teach you a lesson. It's that time. Let me go. Let me go. you feel better if I wet your face? Oh, yeah, come on, just rest, rest your head in my lap. No, don't get up. Don't try to stand. Oh, yeah. Let me just wipe off your face. You've gotten a bit dirty. Why? Why? Why are you hurting me? You can't learn things the easy way. Isn't that what you said? Isn't that right? Remember you drowned him in the water and you made him stand all night on the porch in the cold wind till morning? All that night he... Shivered till he was blue. He was, he was blue with cold. That's how he learned to be a man. You were right. Oh, oh, I'm all wet. Please, I'm all wet. Yeah, but it's summer. It isn't cold outside. What can we do? I mean, how can you know what he felt if it isn't cold? Doctor, when I ran into you and you told me that Jack still hasn't come in to see you, 
Well, I just thought this would kill two birds with one stone. Two birds with one stone? Well, you know, I, I just mean Jack couldn't come up with any more excuses not to see. Oh. Uh, well, here we are. Nobody seems to be around. Hmm. Snooper's usually barking when anyone comes over. Graham, would you look through the kitchen window? Right. I don't think it's uh, proper if I do. I don't see anything. Where's that visitor you said was staying here? He must be gone. Scar's not here. Can you get the door open? It's not locked. Hello? Jack? Anybody home? Mr. Allman? I brought Dr. Graham to see you. I'll check upstairs. Yes? Anybody up there, Doctor? Oh, what a mess. He, he can't have gone far. He must be defrosting the fridge. What? Uh, nothing. Oh, dear. I must be some meat defrosting. This thing is no better than the boy. The Beholder by Burke Campbell. Featured in tonight's cast were Bud Knapp as the Doctor, Wayne Robson as Jack, Jeff Bowes as Dan, and Marion Waldman as Miss Baker. Snooper was played by Sam D. Barrisford. Our recording engineer was Ray Falsic, with sound effects by Matt Wilcox and the production assistance of Nancy McElveen. In the Eye of the Beholder was produced and directed for CBC Radio by Stephen Katz. And now, here is a final word from your host. Hello again. Next week on Nightfall, we'll be taking you on a little bus trip. So have your fares ready. And your affairs in order.
Well, that's our show for tonight. I want to thank you all for joining me. And remember, you can find me on Facebook at facebook.com slash terror1970. Or you can find me on Instagram at Radio Show Nerd or on Twitter at Radio Show, Radio Show Nerd 1. Again, this is Keith, a.k.a. The Radio Show Nerd, signing off. <laughs>